0: You're listening to Established, a podcast at Chester Mountain Church.
1: What's up, y'all? It's your host, Kelsey, on the track with my co-host... BB. There <laughs> there we go. It was the dramatic pause. Dun, just, dun, dun. just for you to wait. Here I am. Guys, I wish you could have seen the look on his face of like anticipation for what she going to call me today. Yeah. But instead it was just your name. Just, well, not, not even already, my name. It's your name. It's, <laughs> it's not even name. my name it's it's your name and speaking of names we have another name on the <laughs> podcast today our friend Elise Lewis is Woo! here hello everybody
2: so excited you
0: can hear me welcome
1: <laughs> welcome so to the much. podcast we love it we love it so i just got to lob this out here this could potentially revoke my my duty as the host mm. by admitting this on on the podcast but i'm going to say it anyways do you guys ever find like when you're praying like i i I drive a lot with my job and so i do a lot of my talking to the lord on my drives and i was like praying yesterday and i started talking to god like it was a phone call and i just had this moment where i was like how are you (laughs) and then i stopped myself i was like wait you're good you're always good (laughs) good stuff and then then i like kind of chuckled i was like hope you like that one (laughs) should be like old
0: school and be like god is good all the time all the time
1: god is good (laughs) i didn't not yesterday um i'm just wondering like does that ever happen to you guys
2: oh yeah have you ever like told the lord a joke And then just knowing that like he's laughing at your joke. So you like laugh with him and you're like, ha ha, God, like we're in this together. I'll have very different conversations. It's it's what happens when you drive all the time.
0: I'm just trying not to fall asleep like I was this morning. Heard. My five minute drive into work. I was like, oh my goodness, we got to get there. 5 a.m. came real early.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah, because you had men's breakfast this morning. Shout out
0: men as we talk about first john wow come on but yeah uh no but uh, well, let me ask you this this has nothing to do with spirituality great uh are you ever driving and then like five minutes later you're like oh my gosh how did i get here mm. like you just blanked out <laughs> yes. while you were driving and you don't yes. remember like yes Five miles of your drive. Mm-hmm.
2: You've okay. gone through like four lights at that point and don't know if you've stopped at any. <laughs> <laughs>
0: or if they were green.
1: Or if, yeah.
2: Yes, what color were they?
1: <laughs> That's what it feels like driving feel through that. Jackson County. It's just <laughs> so many back roads. I was so shocked many farms. the other day driving yeah. through. And the traffic. Yes.
0: <laughs> I was like, where are all these people coming from? I'm in Jackson it's, County. It's
1: because there's only one way to get everywhere. So there is a crazy amount of traffic for it to also be... Very rural. Yeah,
0: mm. very to agricultural. The podcast, if you will. Where we talk about traffic.
1: We talk <sighs> about in our, everything <laughs> in our driving habits. It's a show about nothing, basically. But also Seinfeld. about everything. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's really the depths of all the things. So <laughs> this is our strongest intro to date. <laughs> Thank By a long shot. Yeah. I'm I'm here just to bring <laughs> quality conversation to the table. So speaking of quality conversation, talking Great about segue. Transition. Thank you so Gosh. much. The queen of yeah, transitions. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. professional. It's it's like I'm the host or something. So so last night we got to talk about the doctrine of the Holy Spirit. And I'm like super geeked for this conversation because Everybody feels some type of way about the Holy Spirit. Whether they're willing to admit it or not, we've got really, really drastic opinions and views. So much of that revolving around the way we've been raised or what we've grown up in, the churches that we've grown up in. So before we get to some of the, the factual truths and kind of build conversation off of that, I would love to hear from each of you, like what what's your experience been like talking about learning about uh, the Holy Spirit
2: Yeah go for it. I will say that my experience learning about the Holy Spirit has been mm, few and far between yeah <clears throat> to say the least. Uh, the Holy Spirit is a conversation that has been I would say pretty left out in my in my experience mm-hmm. in my background, Of growing up within the church. Um, It was always weird for me to see people experiencing the Holy Spirit. Um, I didn't know what that really looked like. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what was true. Um, So I always, I would say, erred on the side of precaution in terms of saying Ooh, I don't know if that's the Holy Spirit, so I'm going to, like, back off, which truly I I didn't know uh, in those times. But, um, yeah, so my experience has always been a little strange, a little out there to talk about the Holy Spirit. Hmm. Um, So I'm I'm pumped that we're here. (laughs) I
1: love that. Yeah,
0: I would say very similar um, experience of – Holy spirit was always talked about, but, uh, it's mostly around like, this is what you've been, these are the gifts that you've been given. Um, and we would pray for the power of the Holy spirit, but like how that actually like practically played out. And it was always like the caution, like be careful. Right. It's like, well, what are we being careful of? And, um, So, and I think a lot of times that is because uh, I I grew up in a Baptist tradition. Yep. um, And so, not all, and like, I'm not roping all Baptists into the same category when I say this, but for a lot of times it is, Baptists are very cautious of the supernatural. We're gonna, we're gonna, we believe in the Father, Son, and Holy Bible. (laughs) And uh, the reality is like, there's no, there's no need to be freaked out by the the spirit because he's God, and um, so yeah, so and I f- I feel like the other side of that, I feel like we all probably were raised in similar yep contexts of like be careful of the Holy Spirit right, I went, I need the Holy Spirit based on what I see in Scripture, but also like you you can go to the far ex- experience of it and it's all about my emotions yeah and I, it's not even necessarily the Holy Spirit it's more emotional, um experience. Mm-hmm. And then we just claim that as the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. as if the Holy Spirit just comes in and, and these waves of like, he's here. He's not there. He's here. He's there. Right. And he just happens to always be here when the, the, the bridge is building. If you, mm-hmm. if you will,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I will, I if will. you will. <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, I have a very similar experience too. I also grew up in a Baptist church and it's I don't know. It wasn't even that the spirit was necessarily neglected. Um, He was just never the forefront. He was never the highlight um, because there was so much more to talk of Jesus and of God himself. And so I knew that I had the Holy Spirit, but I didn't know what made him distinct apart from what I had really just read in scripture. Very few and far between. Right. Uh, But also why that matters Mm. to me. Um, and so, even last night, having these conversations, um, I, I'm finding that I'm having to wrestle through and continue, like, growing in knowledge and understanding of of who is he actually, and what what does he actually do that makes him distinct yeah. from God the Father and God the Son. And so, I mean, our main idea for for the Holy Spirit is that. God the Spirit applies the work of God the Son. The Spirit's distinct role is to accomplish the unified will of the Father and the Son and to be in personal relationship with both of them. So our goal in life is to know God, to love God, and to make Him known by glorifying Him. And the work of the Holy Spirit is how this is accomplished. And so if we're ever wanting to make more of Jesus, if we're ever wanting to make more of God than we are of ourselves, then foundationally, we cannot do that apart from the work of the Spirit or the power of the Spirit. And I love this quote from Bernard Ram. I'm going to read the whole thing because it's wonderful. It says, To profess to know a great deal about the Spirit of God is contrary to the nature of the Spirit of God. There is a hiddenness to the Spirit that cannot be uncovered, There is an immediacy of the spirit that cannot be shoved into vision. There is an invisibility of the spirit that cannot be forced into visibility. There is a reticence of the spirit that cannot be converted into openness. And for these reasons, one feels helpless inadequate, and unworthy to write a line about the spirit. Hmm. And so I think from, again, I can speak from personal experience. I can't really speak for anybody else, but when I read something like that, it's like, like light bulbs are going off for me of, well, no wonder we haven't talked about the spirit. There's so much mystery. And I mean, the verbiage in this invisibility and hiddenness and the immediacy, but he can't be contained. And he, right. And so there's just so much mystery around him. That's instead of going after him and going after it in scripture, it's like, let's just keep it in a box and let's just not talk about it because we don't know how to answer for it. And we don't know what to do with it. Mm. And that's a problem. That's a problem. Uh, one of the questions I was going to wait till later, but I'd rather just address it now. Like what, what is the danger if we neglect the Holy spirit if we only are highlighting God, we're only highlighting Jesus, we've completely neglected the spirit. Like what what's the danger in it for us? Like what are we missing out on apart from the fact of the obvious? Like we're missing out on the wholeness of the Trinity, mm-hmm. which is obviously an issue, right? But, but what makes it so dangerous to neglect the spirit?
0: I mean, a lot. Uh, we are. We are inadequate and helpless uh, in our in our pursuit of Jesus and in our relationship with Christ without the power of the Spirit. Mm. So we think about what the Spirit does for us because who who He is it, like we're embodied by Him, like He lives in us uh, and dwells us, and so we can't read the Scripture without mm. Him in a way that we can understand it. We have no access, uh, like we have even praying, like we're praying through (laughs) the spirit. Yeah. Um, or by the power of the spirit through the son to the father. So, um, any kind of power that we have, like the like think about when we read the book of acts, yeah, Peter and them, there's 120 of them hiding in an upper room and they're terrified. Mm. The Holy spirit shows up and next thing you know, they're in the streets proclaiming a message that will end up killing them. Hmm. Um, so it, it, like we, we need to think about what Jesus says. Like I'm sending you the spirit mm-hmm. and you will do greater things than even I have done. Man, Jesus walked on water.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like he spit in the dirt and, and healed someone. Yeah. His vision. So like Jesus is telling us we're going to do greater things because he's sending us the spirit, the helper. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So it's, yeah, I, I think there's so much that we miss out on. I, I But even the experience of like reading scripture, uh, that uh, there are scholars that read the Bible without the Spirit mm-hmm. that can have, they can have historical arguments, they can do all this kind of stuff, literary arguments, all this stuff. But they don't read it in the way that we as Christians with that lens because the Spirit is testifying to our spirit mm-hmm. who He is, um, who God is. So it's a, it's a necessity. Um, so yeah, I mean that we could spend a lot of time just on that question.
2: Yeah, I agree. Obviously that everything you're saying, um, I would say the, the biggest thing that I think about is that in the father is where fullness dwells. Mm. And how do we access the father apart from the spirit? It's good. And, so it's like without without the Holy Spirit, what are we doing? Right. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. all I have to say. Right. You think
0: about it too. Like he says that it is our seal. Yeah. That's how we are sealed. Our salvation is confirmed and sealed. Right. And he assures our spirit that we are his. Yeah. And so, yeah, how, if the goal is to be a part of the family of God. Right. Scripture tells us that it is by the spirit indwelling us that mm-hmm. this takes place. So to neglect the spirit, because we're terrified of the supernatural. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, no, 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 we don't, we lean into that. We could go so, I can. my brain's going so many different routes oh, right now. Because yeah. the reality is, we, uh, in the Western church, we're so freaked out by supernatural because we've watched too many horror movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Hollywood has Discipled us to believe that's what things are like, right? So, the exorcist and spinning heads and this kind of stuff. The reality is, we don't like what does scripture say? We don't fight flesh and blood, but principalities. Yep, there's this supernatural battle taking place, but we, sealed by the Holy Spirit, have been equipped to be a part of this battle. Yeah, and I don't want to go after the supernatural of demonic and angel fights. Without the spirit on my side. Oh gosh. Yes. And so, because mm-hmm. it's so much more, what we talked about last night, is so much more than just your gifting. Because mm-hmm. we make gifting up the utmost importance when it comes to the spirit. And we, what we end up doing, because we're a performance driven culture, right? Yep. How can you perform? How well can you perform? And how useful are you?
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: And God is not concerned with our usefulness. Mm-hmm. He's concerned with our obedience and our, in our heart, in Christ-likeness. Yeah. And the only way to be like Christ is to be with the Spirit.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, like, there's a reality that we only want to address or use or talk about the Spirit to our own convenience. So I I know mm-hmm. I need the Spirit so that I can talk to God or I know I need the spirit so I can have gifts to do what I think he's called me to do. Or I know I need the spirit uh, to obey when it's convenient to me. Right. So like we're aware that the spirit is necessary. We're aware that he's part of the Trinity. Like I'm supposed to, he's supposed to give me feelings. Right. So we, we know enough and we say enough, um, but we don't really engage him individually Yeah, and we don't, learn about him individually like i i feel like it's just been a convenience thing when in reality like how are we not marveling equally at the holy spirit the same way we marveled about jesus last week Mm -hmm. and the attributes of god himself the week before and the trinity the week before that when we're talking about all three because when we're talking about the trinity it seemed that the spirit was pretty important then but then we talk about god and it's like oh that's that's huge and we talk about Jesus and it's like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Cause he's like me. And then we get to the spirit and it's like, you can feel the tension in the room.
0: Yeah. And I think it's because of, uh, the experience. I think especially, uh, the internet age that we live in, we have so much access to, uh, really good stuff and really dangerous stuff. Right. And so, uh, for me, who I love theology and I love uh, I love good, solid doctrine. Mm-hmm. And the reality is a lot of times that camp is the more rigid, you know, they're uptight kind of thing. And then sometimes the people that are all about the spirit are more like, what does it matter? Yeah. Let's just experience God and we'll go on. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reality is I can't know proper uh, theology proper. So the idea of God or Christology or soteriology or whatever, however these big words you want to use. Like Mm -hmm. I can't know that apart from the spirit. That's right. Truly. And so in the reality too, we, we got to be careful that we don't make much of the Holy, so much of the Holy spirit that we don't make much of Jesus because the Holy spirit is going, look at Jesus. Right. It's the whole, the Holy spirit's point is to point us to the Christ. And so, but we need to know, we should know who the Holy spirit is and who he's not. Right. Um, because I think we just get into these weird scenarios where I feel like I have to go somewhere to experience the Holy Spirit. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and it's a, it's like a pandemic in, uh, in, in the culture of like, we go to these nights and I'm all, listen, I love worship. Yep. I love, uh, I love really good music.
1: Absolutely. Really
0: well done. But man, like if that's the only place you experience the Holy that's Spirit, right.
2: mm.
0: like we we are in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Because you should experience, you should have this same type of experience in your soul when you're by yourself or when you're in a room full of mm. people. And if you're only experiencing the Holy Spirit in a room full of people when the music's just right or the person says exactly the right thing and you don't experience that same power when you're reading scripture by yourself, mm-hmm then you might not be experiencing the spirit in the room. That's right. Um, That might be a hot take. No, I'm with it. But I'm telling you, the enemy is crafty. Mm Yeah. And he knows that he can play on our emotions. Mm -hmm. And if he can make us feel this way, like the Holy Spirit, it's not just about making you feel good. Yeah. Like the Holy Spirit convicts lie. me.
1: Hello, He wrecks yeah. me. He does not always make me feel good. Yeah, I'll there's know
0: what sometimes my like, Holy you, Spirit. Baby. I don't know if I want you to speak to me right now, that's right? Because right. <laughs> I know you're going to say something not that hurts, ready. cuts. Yeah, but that's good. Yeah, that, which we could run off. The, like, I was on this tangent yesterday. Stop me if you have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the reality is, it's because we don't know what love is in our culture. Yep. We think love is just doing what makes you feel right. It makes you feel good. And is only about your happiness. Yeah. True love is saying what like I've used, I've heard the illustration used. I've used it like with my kids. It's like Piper loves to like want to ride her bike in our, in our road. Mm -hmm. But the reality is people drive through my neighborhood like morons. Mm -hmm. If you're listening to the podcast, you live in my neighborhood you're probably not a moron, (laughs) Mm. but they drive way too fast. So I don't let my kids play in the street because if someone hits them, it's over. Mm-hmm. The lo- but if if love is about letting people do what they want and what makes them feel happy, then I would love her enough to let her play in the street. But because I I don't want anything to hurt, hurt her, and yeah. because I love her, I tell her things that hurt her feelings. Yep, that's a simple illustration. Mm-hmm. That's good. But the reality is, same's true. The Holy Spirit's going to like convict you because He's leading us to godliness, yeah, and righteousness mm-hmm. and holiness. mm-hmm which goes against our natural desire because of our sin.
1: Right. Right. And I mean, it's in his name, right? If we're talking about attributes, (laughs) I mean, mean, just to, just (laughs) to be really obvious here, but if we're talking about attributes of the Holy spirit, I'm looking at this list of things like omnipresent, omniscience, omnipotent, he's eternal and he's also holy. And, While that should be really obvious to us, I think sometimes if we're honest, it kind of bothers our spirits of like, he's the spirit, he's the spirit, but he's the Holy Spirit. And if he Mm -hmm. is holy because he is God, he is one with God, but distinct, right? Then he's set apart. Mm -hmm. And so of course he is going to hate my sin. Mm -hmm. And of course he's going to call me out of my sin. Mm -hmm. And of course he's going to stir in me things that I don't want to be stirred in me Mm -hmm. Because he's trying to make me like Jesus. He's trying to make me holy as God is holy. It's who he is. He can't be separated from his hatred of sin the same way that that's the practice of his love. That's justice. And we see God the Father exercise that. We see Jesus talk about it all throughout his ministry. And then the Holy Spirit is applying that daily Mm -hmm. in us. Whether or not we're acknowledging it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can choose to be disobedient. But that's the goal. Holiness is the goal for us because it makes much of God. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's it. And It's even that important distinction that he's not just spirit, that he's Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. because there are other spirits that are preaching a different message Mm -hmm. and doing wild things. Right. Right. And we see it in scripture. I talked about last night, the idea of Matthew seven, like they're, Mm Jesus is confronting people that are like, hey, we've cast out demons. We've prophesied in your name. We've done mighty works. But they didn't know Jesus. Right. So they're not doing it. They're not doing stuff by the power of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. Even 1 Corinthians 13, like if I've I've spoken tongues or I've done this and done this without love. So Paul's assuming like, you can do things that look like the gifts of the Spirit Mm -hmm. apart from the Spirit Mm -hmm. because we live in a... Super, there's a supernatural realm that is waging war. Yeah, good versus evil, mm. God versus Satan, and we know uh, Satan is defeated in the end. He's defeated now; he's just on a short leash. Mm. Leash, but it's important to know. Right. Like, so if we don't read the scripture and be able to con- like, and then be able to evaluate and distinguish between what is the, of the Holy Spirit, what is of the uh, the enemy like then we're going to we're going to easily fall into the trap of uh, of like my emotions and my feelings trumping everything. Mm. And that's why like these TV evangelists can come on and mm-hmm. be like, "Hey, if you donate this amount of money, then healing will happen or I'll send you this jar of water that will heal your family." And it's like what? What? Yeah. Is not the Holy Spirit? <laughs> right. You're making You're making a profit off of God and not anyways. We don't need to go down that road.
1: That's why it's important to to know equally who he is not. That's right. As to who he is. So he's not just a force or a feeling. He's not just playing on my emotions Mm. or giving me the, the crowd high of, I mean, being in the moment of worship. I mean, like you're saying, th- those scenarios happen yeah. all the time. And I mean, we all work with young kids um, and with youth age. And so we see this all the time of like, I'm trying to walk out and work out my faith. Um, and I want to be in the moment. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm in, I'm in these worship settings and, and I want to feel something. Mm-hmm. And, and the lie from the enemy is that if I don't feel something that I'm, I have to be wrong in that. So I'm going to conjure something up that makes me look super spiritual and try and bring it out of myself. When in reality, we've completely missed and disengaged the Holy Spirit right. in the whole, the whole experience. Yeah. And it's because we we misunderstand him that he's supposed to be something we always feel. Mm-hmm. And that's just not realistic. It, it, it's not true. <laughs> yeah. But he is a person, he
2: is identified with God, and he is God. Yeah. 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 I think a lot of that goes back to how are we studying scripture? Mm. Like, are we studying effectively, efficiently? Are we studying for us? Are we studying for our own feelings? Because I want to feel something about God. I want to feel something about Jesus. But... But do we forget that the whole point of walking and living in Mm. the Christian life is to bring glory to, to, to God? I mean, what are we doing if, if we're going to the word of God, just seeking for something to feel? Mm. Um, and that's what our culture (laughs) teaches us so much of today is, is look for so that you can move forward or so that you can feel good about yourself or, but. But if that's what we're looking for, then really we have missed it. So, we have missed the mark that's right and and that is, I mean, at the end of the day, I think it goes back to are we are we really looking to know God in his in his entirety? Are we mm. looking to know the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? Um, mm. And if we're not, are we looking to glorify ourselves? Mm. That's huge. Um,
0: and that's yeah. the thing is like we don't treat any, or maybe we do. And that's part of the problem, but relationships. Like if we treated every relationship as if every time I come into your, if I don't like, if I'm in your presence and I don't feel something that I want to feel then I'm done, like I'm out.
1: Oh, that's it. It's the cancel culture.
0: Yeah. It's like, it's nonsense. Like you're, there's no healthy relationship that's going to come out of that. If like, that's I right. expect Lauren to make me feel a certain way every time I'm around her. I hold her to this impossible standard first, mm. but also it's like, that's not the point of the relationship. Right. And the point of the, like, and also come in the spirit and be like, this is what you have to do for me. Yeah. And so like, I, I think about, um, I've heard that I haven't heard the message, but I've heard people talk about John Piper at passion in 1998. And he like stood in front of the crowd and was like, is God for God or is God for you? Mm. And they said that like majority of the crowd was like for me. And Piper was like, you're wrong. God's for God. <laughs> Good stuff. And that's important to know that like God is a God about himself. Right. Mm-hmm. And because of in his love, he's invited us into the relationship. Yeah. He is. When we come to scripture, we're not coming to it like, what does it say about me? And What should I do? We're, we're coming to about who is God. Yeah. And in that light and what the Holy and how the Holy Spirit speaks to us through his word, through the word of God, then we do something about
2: yep. it. But isn't that such good news though? Right. Because we are so imperfect. Yeah. We, I mean, thank goodness.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And in the reality too, you made the comment about like, we had to conjure something up Mm -hmm. in worship. Like one, that's demonic. Right. Like to think that we can like manipulate the Holy spirit to do something on my behalf or make me feel a certain way is wrong. Yeah. We don't control him. He controls us. That's right. And I, I heard, um, Shout out, Matt Chandler preached Ooh. a sermon. You can go find it. It's called Under the Faucet. Mm-hmm. And the reality is we can't turn the whole, we can't make the Holy Spirit manifest us in that certain way yeah. or on us, but we can put our head under the faucet and when he turns it on, we'll get wet. Mm-hmm. And the reality is like we position ourselves that if he wants to do it, he will, mm-hmm. but I'm not leaving going, Oh, you know, I just didn't feel the spirit as much this morning. So he must not be that good. Man. Or it was a bummer of day or we blame it on the worship leader or blame it on the pastor or we blame it on the yeah. small group leader, whatever it is. Like, what if he's just moving in a different way? That's right, right. Like we set ourselves up for failure and we blame God for not being good when that's not been promised that he's going to wreck us every time we walk into a that's room. That's right, that's right. We might also not be coming expectant that he might do hmm. something. The early church and the apostles, like they expected God to do things. Yeah. And had faith that he would, but even if I think of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I will not bow. Like our guy will deliver us, but even if he doesn't, well, we won't bow to you. We'll worship God. Mm-hmm. That's got to be the heart of how we proceed with the Spirit. He'll do this. He'll make me feel this way, but even if he doesn't, mm-hmm. he's good. Yeah. yeah. And like, man, well, you can't base if all your if everything in you is based on how you feel about God. And your, emo- your emotions are liars. Absolutely. And your feeling is a lie. Like, mm. right? 5 a.m. this morning.
1: Yep.
0: I can't base a lot of how I like. Word. Laura and I have had this agreement now, uh, on our, especially on our third child. Like, hey, in the middle of the night, if you need my help, I'll help. Don't talk to me.
1: Yep. That's great
0: because I'm a horrible human being in the middle of the night. So I I say that to say like emotions are like how I feel in that moment Mm -hmm. is not actually how I feel about my wife.
2: Yeah.
0: But man, don't speak to me at Mm -hmm. five a.m. or three a.m. Yeah. Five a.m. I'm a little
2: bit better. Mm. Wasn't it Jen Wilkin who talked about who talked about loving the Lord with your mind as Mm -hmm. well? And I think about the quote (laughs) that says that as human beings we don't often rise to the occasion we fall back on our preparation oh
0: that's good and
2: it's like come on we do because we're human beings and we have feelings that are feelings and they're messy and -hmm. they're gross and they come out because that's who we are because of this thing we call sin yeah so and i would i would say too
1: that I mean, we're talking about a lot of it, like in a worship setting, because I think that's where we see this conversation the most. But even if we talk about in the secret, in the quiet, when I'm reading scripture by myself, we Mm -hmm. don't know how to deal with misunderstanding. And so even in that Mm -hmm. scenario, sometimes, especially, especially for the new believer, we have this temptation to conjure up understanding that we don't actually have, Mm -hmm. because the spirit has not yet revealed it to us. Yeah. Right. And, and that's okay. That and he that's okay. It. And it should give us peace because he holds all knowledge and he also holds all of time. And so he will give when he sees fit. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't have to make me feel so insecure that I have to fake it. So everybody around me thinks that I'm really spiritual. Yeah. Right. And, and when it comes to all things, Holy spirit, I think that's the, the temptation that we're talking about. If I don't look like I get it, hmm. if I don't look like I'm feeling it, then I better make everyone around me believe it and then tack the label of the Holy Spirit on it so they think that I'm where they are. yeah and that is hmm. dangerous, dangerous, yeah. dangerous territory because hmm. what, what does the spirit actually do? Like what's his role um, and, and there are lots of things that he does, right? He He leads, he assures, he comforts, he teaches, he speaks. He grieves over our sin. He gives spiritual gifts. He prays for us and he bears witness and glorifies Christ. And that's just some off of a long, long list. But even when I'm looking, looking back at the list of things just read, it is so easy to manipulate Mm -hmm. any of these to make people believe Mm -hmm that I'm, I'm really extra spiritual. Like on any given day, I could easily walk in here and tell me, t- tell either of you, the spirit has spoke. He's spoken to me. <laughs> um, and, and w- what are you going to have to argue for that? You know, right. cause then you hear immediately, it kind of like makes you cringe a little bit. Well, if, if God told you, then who am I to question? Right. But in, in reality, like We've got to have discernment, (laughs) great discernment. We've got to be on guard for, for those moments too, because yes, he does speak. It is his role, but am I trying to make people believe something that isn't actually truly happening in me or that God hasn't revealed or that God isn't doing? Because Mm. the spirit is the communicator of all things from the father, glorifying the son right? And so if God has not spoken it, first off, if it contradicts scripture, then there's no way that it's from God or of the spirit. No shot. That's fleshly. (laughs) That is sinful. But I, I don't know. I think I'm always having to run through the filter, even for myself, as much as when I'm trying to be discerning and listening to other people, like, is it actually of God? Is it actually from the spirit or Do you just want people to think you have it all together? And Mm -hmm. and that's such a prevalent temptation. And I think that's another reason why we have so much skepticism around the spirit is because there has been a great abuse of our power. Like, like you're talking about acts earlier, you know, I think about acts one eight, that we receive power when the Holy spirit comes upon us. And that's what empowers us to go and be witnesses of the gospel. But we hear the word power and then we get power hungry mm-hmm. and now it's i'm trying to make you believe something that isn't actually first off me at all right but it i, I don't do you know what i'm trying yeah. to say like i've i'm kind of stumbling around thinking through it but so much danger with the spirit but it's because we've mishandled and we've miscommunicated, we've misinterpreted and so we're missing all of the glory about yeah. who the spirit is because our flesh has ruined Mm -hmm. the raw goodness of the mystery of him. And so instead we just put him in the corner. Like B.B. always says, the weird uncle at the family reunion, like just leave him over there. Not
0: sure what he's going to do or what he's going to say. Right.
1: But we all kind of talk about him, but we don't really engage him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno.
1: (laughs) No, nobody talks about Bruno. But I mean, it's just just the danger. It's the danger of the skepticism that – there's there's a degree of truth that we have to not necessarily be skeptical but discerning, but not let that create so much fear in us that we also neglect, like this is God. God has given us access to himself through the power of the Spirit because of Jesus. And mm-hmm. we're gonna miss it. We're gonna miss it because we don't know what to do with him.
0: Right? Well, we also you said it earlier, like we don't study. Like we don't know how to study. We don't or we're not studying effectively. We're coming to it with just like A lens of like what does this do for me and it's like man that's the holy spirit is like so much he's concerned with so much more than that and we make the world because we live in a like this culture that's trying to create the individual as the the most important thing Mm -hmm. we're not created to be individual like just individualistic culture like we're created to be in community and right and so um yeah I think I think there's a lot and like there are like the Holy Spirit will wreck us in emotions like there's been plenty of times that I've been reading scripture and just like overcome right. or like driving in the car and like listening to a song and the Holy Spirit just like wrecks me in the yeah. moment but there's also times that I'm reading scripture and I'm convicted and there's like frustration and yep. it's not like this like weeping and or excitement it's almost like frustration yeah and so um, now that's my sin coming out but like um. Yeah, I just think we make we try to take the, like a few of the aspects of the Holy Spirit and go. This is all He does, right? Or this is the most important thing. And a lot of times it falls on. We want the we want the miraculous gifts. Mm-hmm. We want the gifts that make much of us.
2: Yeah, and
0: it's like, man, that's not what the gifts are for. Before the edifying of the church.
2: Right, and even like Ephesians, five eighteen, I think it it warns us against that. The Holy Spirit is not just like a one-stop shop, right? Type of type of deal. Um, it says be empowered and be filled daily mm. with the Holy Spirit. Mm. Like this is a daily recurring. Like I will forever, until the day that I am in an am in heaven with the Lord Jesus Christ. I will forever be a sinner, <laughs> yeah. every single day. Um, therefore, yeah. every single day, yeah. I must be filled with the Spirit if. If I want more of Him, if I yeah. want to know more mm-hmm. of God, more of Jesus, more of the Spirit, I must be. I can't do this this one time and then just move on. Be yeah. Like, okay, yeah. I, I'm filled with the Spirit now. Yeah. Like, from from two years ago, so, mm-hmm. like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> like you're glowing when it happens. Yeah, right. And it's like, man, no, we gotta, we gotta die to ourselves daily, daily, mm-hmm. and that means, like taking over your cross and following Jesus and that you can only do that by the power of the spirit. So daily I need not that, not that I'm being saved daily, but I need to be, I need to be empowered daily because I'm a coward and it's Mm -hmm. easy to fall back into that. That's right.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the things that's unique about the spirit and what he does is that he does give spiritual gifts and I'm thankful that we've really kind of sat on, on the danger of, feeling as though the spirit really just is for me and caters to me. Um, and you had said it last night, BB that, um, the Holy spirit, isn't just about me and my gifting. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's, I mean, he is about taking me deeper (laughs) into my faith. And he's also about the father's glory. It's always, always, always going back to the father's glory. Um, but I do want to talk for a little bit about spiritual gifts of, you know, what it, what do we do with them and how, hmm, how, how do we use them for the edification of the church and the glorifying of God um, and fight off the natural tendency to make much of me?
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I think how we do it, one – um, if you don't know what you're gifted at or what the Holy Spirit has given you, uh, I think it's important that you have people that can speak it into you. Yeah, uh, God will put people around you that confirm your talents, uh, what what they see in you, what you're passionate about. I think that way. Like, I can th- if you think through what keeps you up at night, mm-hmm. what what are you good at, and what is someone affirmed in you. It's yeah. probably going to lean on your, where you're gifted. You don't have to know this, like the actual name of like what your gifting is. Mm-hmm. Um, but just knowing what you're good at, like for a long time, I tried to be something I wasn't. That's right. And wa- walking in the gift of, of like shepherding and past and, uh, teaching like that, that helps me be who I'm supposed to be. Right. It's terrifying. Cause a lot of times I don't believe that about myself. Mm-hmm. And, um, So, but at the end of the day, like I think, how we when it comes to like the building up of the church, the the gifts are given for the building up of the bride of Christ and making Mm -hmm. much of Jesus. It's just constantly having yourself a like self evaluation, like look internal, like am I doing this? So mine's terrifying too for me because it's a platform, yeah, and it's easy to like when people are being encouraging or honoring to make to, to let that go to my head and be like, man, look how awesome I am. Right. The reality is I have to die to that and go, man, what is, what does Christ want to use? How does Christ want to use this? How, like, how am I helping? I want to make sure people are becoming mature disciples. Yeah. And so like, it's just constantly dying to myself and making sure my gift is actually being used to build the church. And so I think, I think it's that way. It's like, man, if are you doing this because you want people to, to look at you Mm -hmm. and give you attention. Cause the reality is like, man, what if my teaching is, is only used ever in a classroom of 12? Yeah. Is that, am I okay with that? Mm -hmm. I better be if that's what God has for me. That's right. Or like, I think if there's people that have the gift of, they just serve and they do it and, and they never get recognized for it,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: but they're making the kingdoms growing people are coming to know the Lord mm-hmm. through their service. Yeah. Is that enough? So like, I think it's being able to ask yourself those kind of questions, like knowing, have some people that can speak into you. Like this is what you're gifted at. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where God's wants. I think God wants to use you. Um, align that with scripture. Make sure like yeah. always. Yeah. Um, but then also like evaluate yourself. Like, why, why do you want this gift? Why are you using this gift? Because if it's for a platform or for popularity or for clout, like, man, we're in a lot of trouble. That's right. right.
1: So I would ask the follow-up then, like how do we grow and foster these gifts? So if somebody has spoken over me that I have a certain gift, right? And I'm like, well, I don't know what the heck to do with that. I don't know how to use it. I feel really ill-equipped. If that's true, like, but I want to grow in it because I, first off, I trust the people that are speaking into me. But yeah. I want to be useful for the bride. I, I want to make much mm. of Jesus in what I believe that He's given me. So, how do we do that and work to grow in these gifts without it being about us or without chasing? like steps or success or like achievables. Mm-hmm. I, that That's a fine line I think of like we always want to be growing our gifts and we always want to stretch ourselves um, same way that we would with talents. Like we want to improve what we've been given. Mm-hmm. But how do you do that in a holy way mm. with a pure intention and not just for the look of like I'm trying to achieve the next mark. What
0: would you say?
2: I I feel like that has a lot to do with um, how are we how are we walking <laughs> with with the Lord. How hmm. what are we doing? Are we are we asking the Holy Spirit? Are we asking the Lord for these things to glorify Him? or are we looking just for affirmation? Yeah. Um Yeah, this is a topic that that honestly I don't I don't have a lot on. Um mm-hmm. it's not something that has been talked about yeah. a ton at least in my life, um mm-hmm. in my experience. So this is something I would love to hear from you guys about as well.
0: I think intentionality matters. Mm-hmm. Why what's the intention behind what you're doing? Yeah. So um, also like in community, like having someone around you that isn't just telling you what you want to hear. That's right. I'm Mm -hmm. telling you that those are some of the most dangerous people to have in your life. The only thing they ever say to you is a positive thing Mm -hmm. about you Mm -hmm. Um, because I don't care how awesome you think you are. Right. You're flawed and you need someone that loves you enough to say the hard things to you. And so, um. so if someone has spoken a gift over you and they're like, yeah, walk in this, like, this is where you, this is who you're supposed to be. I mm-hmm. see you. I see this is how God's wired you. This is what you're passionate about. This is what you're talented in Walk in that it's like, all right, cool. Now also hold me accountable to make yep. sure I don't make much of me. Hmm. I want to yeah. build my kingdom. I yeah. want to build his kingdom. And so I think too, and then in step, like we can't, we need the power of the Holy spirit to do this. Right. Like just spend some time, like if you want some resources around this, go read the book of acts and see yeah. the desperation that the apostles had for the spirit to be the one that moves. Yeah. That does, yeah. that is convicting people and leading people to salvation. And also like when there's healing occurring and mm-hmm. knowing that he's not always going to do what we want to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Because once again, we're flawed people, sinful people, that we're still fighting for our will sometimes to be done over his will. Right. So I think when it comes to like walking your giftings and making sure it aligns and how do we work that out is one Mm. test it. Yep. Test Mm. it based on scripture Two, invite some people into your life that could speak truth into you. Yeah. And, and then encourage you. Like we don't want just people that would beat you up over it, but like with encouragement and conviction and, and, and encouragement and challenge and, and then like, man, you're not going to be the best at your gift in the beginning. No. Like God doesn't save you and you become super, like a superhero. Right. Like I was a guy. the first time I ever taught in front of people. It was so
2: bad. <laughs>
0: it was so bad. And I mean, like it's still not great, but like <laughs> the reality is I'm a lot further at 31 than I was mm-hmm. at 20. And, yeah. um, thanks be to God. Right. Mm. So I think like you're going to walk in this and be better at it. Like I'm sure as Peter grew in his walk with Christ, like he became even a better leader and you still see he's like still a jacked up dude. Right. Yep. Paul talks about having to confront him to his face. Yep. Same thing with Paul. Like anyways,
1: Hmm. I would, I would echo that too. Um, can't, can't say it enough. The importance of discipleship, yeah, and of having a discipler in your life of somebody that's older. So for me, I have an older woman in my life that I spend time with weekly, and when she speaks things into me, I know that I can trust it um, because she never, ever, ever tells me what I want to hear, <laughs> um, and it has grown. The depths of my spirit but it's also grown my love for her and the father
2: mm.
1: and so she has like we we've worked through the you know I'm, I'm wrestling through like is this a a talent or a gift because I think that's important too like it, it's a sweet spot where we align where it's our passions talents gifts and that's there's a really good shot that that's something that we need to pursue that's probably of the spirit but I think sometimes too we have we have talents that are given from God because everything we have is given from God that aren't necessarily our spiritual gifts. Yeah. So I can be a really good singer and it doesn't mean that I have the gift of exhortation and encouraging and leading the people through worship. Yeah. And and, and I think we get that mixed up sometimes, but having that voice in your life yeah. of somebody that will speak truth into you and and I think too like as you're trying to grow and foster your gifts because we always want to be growing and, and improving because we want to bring more glory we want to mm-hmm. make more of Jesus I, I think that having that person that can constantly I mean it's really what you have said baby, of just keep you in check um and also somebody that is far ahead of you and is gifted similarly to you, I think is absolutely invaluable. So if I believe that the Lord has gifted me with teaching, and I know for sure that he's gifted Bibi with teaching because I sit under it and I believe that, then it would it would make me wise to stick close to Bibi and to watch what he does, right? That's, that's so much of what discipleship is, is that close access to watch how you live and work out your yeah. faith. And so- that's good. I want to see his process and I want to ask questions and I want to ask him to help me Mm. as I'm trying to figure this out.
0: That's good. That's
1: it. That's
0: discipleship. And, um, and too, I would say like, not always, but a lot of times your gifting your supernatural gift given by the Holy Spirit is most times going to terrify you. That's right. To walk in that. So I've had like young men want to like become pastors and preachers, right? Mm-hmm. And some the ones that are like so gun-ho, not all of like not always, but a lot of times when they're really gun-ho, it like terrifies me a little yep. bit. Cuz I don't think one they don't understand what they want mm-hmm. or what it actually is. What mm-hmm. comes like they don't they don't see the the aftermath of what happens when you've taught a group of people, mm-hmm. supernatural things in the, mm-hmm. the warfare that comes with that. And the same is true of like any gift, like what the warfare that comes with this, like we are, we are fighting an enemy that hates mm-hmm. what we're doing. And mm-hmm. so even in these moments, like if we're not careful, if we're not, if we're not sensitive to the spirit, we will, we will miss that we are engaging in warfare. That's right. And, um, and so we need the spirit to go before us. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I, I would, I would say that find someone that will do this life with you, that will challenge you, that will love you and, um, and that will speak uh, life into you yeah. by the power of the Holy Spirit.
1: That's right. Mm-hmm.
0: And then devour the word. You want to know mm-hmm. the spirit, read the word. Yeah. The same sure. true. You want to know the father, read the word. You want to know the son, read the word mm-hmm. and read the word through by the like pray when you when you open your bible pray that the spirit will speak to you Mm -hmm. and reveal truth to you yeah because apart from that you'll just be reading words
1: yep yep man there's so much more that we we could say and we could have this conversation for all of eternity um and it wouldn't get old and this has been helpful man (laughs) thank goodness thanks for thanks for doing that bb um <laughs> um but i I guess I would just kind of wrap up our time in saying this. I think of all the things I'm taking away from today. It's like for the listener be be warned, be cautious,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that there is a great temptation to misuse and undervalue the Holy Spirit, and he is equally about the glory of God as God is for his own glory and Mm -hmm. Jesus was about God's glory. Jesus is about God's Mm -hmm. glory. So like friends, don't be afraid to engage the Holy spirit. We have been given access through the spirit. We've been given the power (laughs) through the spirit. Like it is not to make us afraid, but it should humble us because there is nothing good we have to bring to the table apart from what the spirit has given us. Mm -hmm the best things about each of us in the room yeah. are not us at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's distinctly not our flesh. It's the right. spirit living dwelling in us. Yeah. And so be encouraged today as you're listening. Um, and I, I would challenge you to like, just sit with this for a little bit, sit with what have I been taught to believe about the spirit? What is actually true according to scripture of the spirit mm-hmm. And then as you're working through the piece of like, well, what is the spirit given me to then edify the church and glorify the father? Like get around people that are actually trustworthy, Mm -hmm. test it, and then wrestle through it because you will never just be super, super in love with what's been given to you because God gives, the spirit gives as he sees fit as he has apportioned it. And Mm -hmm. so while it is good to ask for gifts and we see different gifts show up in different seasons of life, and maybe we continue to get new ones, or maybe we've just been given the couple and we've been given them to just to use well and steward with our whole heart for our whole lives. Yeah. But whatever the case is for you individually, he may not give you what you want, because it's about his glory. And so at the end of it all, we've got to get ourselves out of the way That's right. to appreciate, to worship the spirit equally as God, as we are worshiping God the Father and God the Son. He's not just a method of convenience to cater to me so that I can feel really good about my relationship with God. Yeah, He is God. He is my access to God. That also deserves reverence. And it also is all the honor and all the glory and all the praise equally. Come on, love it. It's a good word, man. Well, what else? What else you say? What else you do? So many, so many more things. I, I just, I, I just don't want to end it, but it, but it's time to end. It's time to end. Up. Call me Brian because I've been going around the. <laughs> I've
2: been Shots going around the landing fired. for a while, but it is time to get there.
1: Shots I love you, B Hall. If you ever listen to this. I want you to know that I love you. You're the best. But now I'm landing in the plane. So, guys, thanks for listening. Elise, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. So good, so (laughs) fruitful. So until next time, get low, move slow, and fix your eyes on Jesus.